Welcome to Proudly Resents, the show about movies so good because they are so bad. Hey, thanks. This is Adam Spiegelman. I'm here with Joe Mortimer. Uh, we are the RZO Hothouse Studios in downtown Los Angeles. Writer Bob Powers and comedian Amanda Melson join us as they celebrate Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Then, 25-year-old Jordy returns to compare his trip to Vegas to Joe's grown-up trip. And now, please lower your standards for Proudly Resents. Joe Mortimer's here. Hello. Uh, Amanda Melson's here. And Hello. Bob Powers. Great to be back. Today we're going to talk about Ghost of Girlfriends Past, starring Matthew McConaughey, who's in a record amount of bad movies. Ghost of Girlfriends Past is basically a Christmas carol, but with chicks. And not dead ones. Not dead ones. Maybe. That's the weird thing. There's no one's dead in this film. So basically, um, Matthew McConaughey plays a stud who sleeps with every woman around because he's a photographer and apparently they have access to women. That's why he does it. He pulls some tail. Constantly I mean, that was definitely, the, yeah. definitely the, the spec on him was that. But he doesn't have true love. And through uh, Marley, played by um, Michael Douglas, it comes and says there'll be some ghosts of women to show you the how your ways are bad. But, they, but these aren't ghosts. These are just ethereal... They images. can't like, be uh, dead. We, the first one could have been dead. We don't know if she's alive. Like so they never the, say why all of a sudden she just. Well, let's, let's, what I'll say this: what I, what I did like about what you're saying, Bob, is that the, these ethereal beings is that they can still consume uh, Johnny Walker Blue, which I thought was pretty exciting. That somewhere in the afterlife, you're still able to enjoy That's things true. like scotch and put on cologne. Right. So this guy who will not get married, this bachelor, goes to his brother's I mean, wedding. His uncle and washed his it. hands in this. I mean, he's a ghost. He was so yes. He, still he, pees. he has to pee right, right, which was as a ghost. right, so right. He has ethereal urine. Right. You could probably just like put your hand through the stream of urine, and your hand. Would well, so it, it makes it go bas- faster in the right. uh, well. Who is the last ghost? Who? Uh, well, they have the ghost of uh, Marley. The is, vodka woman. But what? Do, what relationship did she have to McConaughey? Like at least the first one was an actual. Girlfriend, at least. Uh, well, partially. let's set up the plot for everyone so they yes. know. Okay, sorry. So he's at his brother's uh, wedding and he can't. He doesn't know love. The ghost of his uncle, the only real ghost in this thing, yeah. comes and says his uncle, who Michael is Douglas, Michael Douglas, who's pretty much playing uh, Robert the, Robert Evans, which the, is not fair. He's doing an impression of Robert Evans. No, yeah. no, to make him look like a bad guy when Douglas known himself as a. A, a hound, sex a sex addict. Yeah. But anyway, he plays someone else, and he said he plays a sex, plays a sex addict, and says a dead one. These ghosts, even though these women aren't dead, are going to come and show you your ways and why they're wrong, just like uh, Christmas Carol. And then there's the, the past. The Christmas past was his first girlfriend ever. Yes. Girlfriend's past. Um, present is was his it, assistant, who is not dead, and also and in the also movie, not his girlfriend. And she actually appears at the party. At the end, right. So yeah. she's alive. Yeah. And so then she just showed up. Like his assistant arrived. That's that was ghost. He does call her. In fairness, What's and that? she sat in his Jaguar, waiting okay. for him to so, to come out. And then the future is just some creepy looking chick who doesn't talk, of course, and shows that he will be alone if he doesn't change his ways. Again, not a girlfriend. So not a girlfriend. There's only one 
One out of the three ghosts of girlfriends. Well, the first one is the girl who he lost his virginity to. But we don't know if she was dead or not. That was the only one that came close to being one of us. Now, this movie to me. Yeah, go ahead. By the way. And only one of them is a girlfriend. I'm sorry to keep harping on the girlfriend thing, but that's the only thing I disliked about this movie. What is that? Just the. I was wrong? Everything else was golden. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that the title was misleading was the only problem I had with this wonderful, wonderful movie. I will say this, though. I went into this. My expectations were so low for this movie that I, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to hate it because there were actually moments that I went like, oh, this is this is kind of funny. There's some good spot casting in it. And, and That's not how I thought. Yeah, I, but I, I think I set the bar so low that, that I was uh, well, I was I relieved. I was expecting it to be a bad movie, but for me it was like uh, it was like a, a Disney movie about a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, I'm falling over. Am I going to drop a ball? Like sort of like kid humor. But then it was like, I fucked her and fucked her. And I'm going to fuck you and you have no chance. And I want to kill ugly He has that weird yeah. moment where he just grazes Ann Archer's breast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's really gross. The, the mother of the bride. Kind of well, well, tell us about the scene you were talking about. The the uncle, there's a flashback to when he's a little kid and his uncle's telling him about how to pick up women. Uh, uh, by the way, this comes at 41 minutes in, into the movie because I, I, I wrote this down. That there's actually a line in here that's the second laugh I had in the movie, but go right ahead. Mm. Code. Yeah. So uh, what happens in the scene? So Michael Douglas is explaining how to get chicks. And he is trying to explain that basically you don't have to be attractive if you're a guy. Uh, but women do have to be attractive. But it's this convoluted, like, oh, ugly women, you should just, you know, put a bullet between their ears. But guys, the coolness comes from within. Yeah, make them laugh and then insult them. Yeah. And then you can have sex with them. And then rape them. Yeah. <laughs> basically, it's, it's implied. It's implied. Right, it's implied. And then knock him out. So basically, he's mystery. He's that guy, that awful guy, <laughs> and how to pick up women. So he's lived his life like this, and now these three semi, some ghosts are going to change his life. Well, let's talk about the the, 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 phony. the thing about like that uh, scene and what, or play, painting him as this womanizing, like like women just throw themselves at him. Mm-hmm. Like not to, I, not that the pickup artist is a wonderful movie, but at least you can, there's like dialogue in it that you can see like, okay, maybe that the Robert Robert Downey Downey Jr. Jr. movie movie from Uh not long ago, you can at least see, okay, maybe he's, they're falling for his use, his verbiage, his use of, uh, you know, his being really, uh, whatever, loquacious, he's tricking them. But, uh, in this, it's like there, everything he's doing is just abominable. And, uh, there's, but Women just throw themselves at him anyway. It all just seems like so much work to me, yes. you know, to put that much effort into seducing and talking to people. Like, I would just rather lay on the couch and watch ESPN News. So you, just, <laughs> it just seems like so much work. So if your uncle came back to you and said, listen, you can keep chasing these women or you can just sit at home and do nothing, you'd, he'd win. He wouldn't have to go through uh. this whole ordeal. He'd be done. Um, the, yeah. I mean, I would just I'd be like, hey, let's just let's just go to get a burger or something like let's catch up like it's I, I would be like hey dude this is rad that you're dead and you're back here like let's, <laughs> let's share some secrets but, of the afterlife his life is very easy because they show him at, at, you know doing his work as a professional photographer where according to the movie he just walks in a shot is set up he looks through the lens <laughs> the one, camera. takes one picture <laughs> and then he's done That's and, he, not only the, the and he's also a straight photographer for vanity, for vanity yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. science fiction yes is that what blew it for you were like this movie is Bullshit. There's no straight photographers for Vanity Fair. Again, another, another small 
uh, a problem. picking point in a wonderful film. Is this like, some kind of intervention, this movie, for yes. him? Is like, listen, I you think they keep just took the title page to How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and, and ripped it off and they just put... <laughs> this could not be more of a Hollywood thing. It seems like they took every network note in this movie. Like, you know, like a lot of these movies have a script and then... Um, and the studio will give notes on, well, you got to do this and do that. And it seemed like they accepted every idea that somebody had. So, yeah, let's change Here's it. Here's the part that really did it for me where, where I really got repulsed by the movie was when they, they were all sort of sitting around the, the den talking to each other. And, uh, and the bridesmaids, who were all just Idiots. looking to get laid yeah. by groomsmen, they were disappointed that there were no available men to have sex with them. Well, here's the movie. We're, teach, we're doing all these things to teach Matthew McConaughey not to treat women like objects, and the other four women in the movie are objects. Yeah. 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 yeah, they're just fuck cushions. And, uh, and so... <laughs> but then no, that's their actual credit. If you go to IMDb... <laughs> this is fuck cushion one, yeah. fuck cushion four. Um, uh, Sorry, if you make it from How do you feel about the... Uh, he pays attention to the uh, stitching. Tears, tissues, and condoms falling for all the women. Oh! Oh, dynamite again! Dynamite a horror movie. These dynamite. are all the con. I was it's disgusted with Michael Douglas holds up an umbrella and says, "These are all the tears, the lady tears that have fallen for you." Disgusting in and of itself. Oh. Gross, gross. Right. Then these are all the tissues. Gross. Doubly disgusting. Well, we didn't discuss this. What? Go ahead. But Bob's theory that all of these, all of his girlfriends are dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, uh, I felt like there was. Well, you, well, finish the the one scene. That's, well, a, that's talking about another like, scene. And these are all the condoms that you used, and then he gets hit with like a tremendous jizz shower. Yeah, <laughs> of yeah. his own. This is one of those used things where it's like, it's like cloudy with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> then there's also it's used condoms hitting the, the hood of his. But car. the great part about that scene was that there was still that McConaughey moment where they're in downtown Manhattan. There's snow on the ground, and McConaughey's got three. Buttons undone on his shirt. He's <laughs> coat and he's just wide open with his chest. Oh yeah, and you're yeah. He's naturally warm. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, a yeah. hot blooded oh, animal. Yeah, yeah. he runs. McConaughey runs hot. Yeah, yeah. No, what was your theory you were talking about? Well, there's the other scene where uh, Christmas or girlfriend uh, past is at the end of her sequence. She takes him to like uh, a bar full of all of his ex girlfriends. Right. You know, and they go through, and I felt like. At that point, it, I kept thinking that all of these girlfriends were dead, and we were watching the story of Patient Zero. <laughs> so we were just seeing all these, yeah, all these poor women that are, that are no longer with us, and they're complaining to him as he walks through them, like you killed me, and I cried, and uh, yeah, like Casper and kids, like uh, Casper and kids. Is it? Is it? Are they? Were they all girlfriends of his at some point, or were they just women he had sex with? Oh, women he had sex with. Because it should have been most of women he have any had sex with. Doesn't it doesn't zing? It doesn't right. zing. Yeah, they were all right. saying. Yeah, yeah. In, in that scene, they were like, "We went out. We had forty minutes together." You know. Yeah, they're all just women that he had sex with. Again, I don't have the. You know. I, I, wanna, I can't put the time in. Well, so at the end of the film, he ends up, of course, conveniently, he goes to a weekend retreat where his brother's having this elaborate wedding, uh, a weekend retreat, and a lot of contrived things happen. Like, like we talked about earlier, about him and the, the bride's mother, how he's going to sleep with the bride's mother. Yeah. And that's uh, fantastic. And well, I didn't even see the point of that scene. Like, uh, there was it was no just point. him talking to an older woman. Uh, about discriminate. sex. Yeah. And, and there's more stereotypes, just character types that they use in every film. The father of the bride is a, a drill sergeant military guy who acts like that in real life. Yeah. Except yeah. the wedding is completely not organized at all. I will yeah. say this. The mass joke I thought was funny. Uh, you know, when, when he said, oh, you yeah. know, he was talking about Korea. Uh, 
All we got it, was it, a, it made me laugh. We didn't get a wall. We got a TV show starring Alan Alda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, funny. Maybe uh, honestly, any reference to Mash, I'm on board. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they, they need to work Mash in. I'm with you. So hard. And then of course there's the obligatory scene with him and the uh, wedding cake. That was I see. Finally, we got some uh, McConaughey physical comedy. I felt like I was watching Lu- Lucille Ball. Like Lucille Ball, yeah. like like uh, Charlie Chaplin. Chaplinesque, yeah, for sure. Yeah, if Chaplin had better abs. With the adorable moment when he runs into the kitchen, going alcohol, <laughs> alcohol, because he is Again, an alcoholic. Again, and what Rick. Bob brought up: if you see a cake. In the first act, it's okay. got to fall. It's got to tumble. Uh, I mean, I was hoping it would. I didn't even understand the the physical comedy. Like there, what was go- he was trying to keep the cake up, but then he was reaching with his foot for the bottle. Yeah, like, wouldn't what give it did up. he want? Was he going to prop it up with the bottle? That's what I thought. How he was, was going to get up there. So he's in the he's in the kitchen. He's going to get some the alcohol. Prop, the cake prop was equidistant from him, as as like the bottle clearly wasn't going to work out. Right. No. Anyway. Walked over and held it up and screamed for help. And yeah. as a wa- and uh, it's Bob was talking about science and not being realistic. As a waiter who's done three hundred weddings, you don't put the wedding cake together until you just before you bring it out for that exact reason. Here we go. You're reaching a little bit now. Again. If you're, if you're okay. calling for that, I don't know. Here, unrealistic. Listen, I don't know about unrealistic. I don't yeah, know about you, unrealistic. You know, worked in the service you know, industry, but you know, you know how come every time there's a shot in a movie uh, that takes place in the '80s, there's a guy walking by with a radio on his shoulder? I mean, I you know. I'm into that. I don't know. I just I, I believe the whole concept that his dead uncle came back and he had ghosts of people who weren't dead yet. I bought that. But as soon as I saw the wedding cake put together the night before, sitting in the kitchen, I knew that was a yeah, that's, not, that's not how we do it in Orange County celebrations. Everybody, <laughs> no, <laughs> that is completely. Anyone else here cater waiter by any chance? Yeah, for years of uh, cater waitering. Let me tell you how it's done. We all knew the audience were like, we're out, we're out on that point. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know the cake is going to go down at, at at some point. And what about Breckin Meyer as his brother? Oh, who's this movie basically tells you that marriage is for short people. All <laughs> <laughs> really people like Jennifer Garner yeah. and Matthew McConaughey are the you know they're going to have the crazy love lives and stuff. But Breckin Meyer and uh, what's her face, they get married. Lacey Sherbert. Yeah. Oh. Stuck it. So yeah. let's um, mm. really quick, Joe. Let's. Uh, Recommend this movie as a good bad movie to watch. Enjoyable? Uh, no, I don't think it's a good bad movie to watch. I don't. I don't. I don't think on on that grounds like like that, fun silly like moments. Fe- like Mark Wahlberg fear. Like it's not. That's not on the, on that caliber of movie. But uh, no, I don't think it's a good bad movie to watch. I, I I think unfortunately there's a lot of people out there that um, you know there's a lot a lot of women that that uh, you know and and henpecked men who probably saw this and enjoyed it. Huh. Speaking of that, Amanda, recommend this film. Is it just a fun, Did ridiculous. You say speaking of that, yes. If I, uh, <laughs> well, you could be one or the other. In any case, uh, no, I don't recommend it. I'm sure no. that Bob, being from Upper Darby, does not. You know, he calls the shots. And uh, speaking of uh, Amanda's husband, who who changed his name to Amanda's husband, Bob. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Would you recommend this film? This is a fun thing to watch. Honey, would I recommend this film? <laughs> no. Uh, she says no. Actually, I would. I uh, I would if it's on cable. Yes, I think it's worth watching it for the train wreck scenes. I wouldn't say it's not a fun movie in the sense of this is so bad it's good, but there are some scenes that if you flip past it, I would give it 15, 20 minutes. Hey, before you wrap it up, though, can I say this? Go what ahead. I found to be even more infuriating about this, and and again, I, I, like I said earlier, I didn't hate the movie. They wrote a song called Ghost of Girlfriends Past that played over the um, credits at the Holy end. Holy crap, really? Yeah, oh, you really a song by Matthew Sweet. Holy crap. Aww. 
That wow. really he frustrated sang me. He a song about girlfriends. His album, a Girlfriend. Long time ago, yeah. So yeah. then he needs to eat. Then. Right. Yeah. So, oh, that explains the new deck. All right. Thank you guys for coming. <laughs> and Amanda says wrap it up, so we're going to have to wrap it up. Yeah. Thanks. Check out ProudlyResents.com. All right. This is Adam speaking with Joe Mortimer at the RZO Hothouse Studios. We are back with Jordy, intern, who um, is working today. You've been doing a lot of work today. A lot of work today. And you're getting paid what to be here today? Uh, nickels and dimes. So, no. he got All lunch. the sourdough pretzels you could eat. There's a big barrel of yeah. sourdough pretzels. That's how our there. industry is run by people like Jordy. Last time we talked, uh, Jordy has a, we established he has a much more exciting life. Uh, he's 24 years old. Joe and I you are going to a gangbang in Vegas. Pushing yeah, old middle age. And this guy is going to a gangbang. He went to Vegas with uh, his new girlfriend and four of his ex-girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Or four women who he had dated. Well, when you say ex-girlfriend, do you mean just slept with, or would you have dated like relationship? Variations. Each of them had each different, or each relationship was different from the last. Sure. The old when you can get away with it. Um, now, Joe, you were also in Vegas this weekend. Yeah. So we surprise visit to Vegas, so we can really? compare Vegas trips. Yes, Joe, a forty-year-old man in a committed relationship. Committed relationship. And Jordy, twenty-four-year-old oh, guy no. who's who's <laughs> pulling his hair out right now because he's afraid I'm going to. Say they're committed because that would make them committed, and he's not looking. So we were trying to get you to take Disco's advice. Now, do you remember right. what Disco's advice was? Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. It was uh, go for the menage a trois. Ask one At least propose two. it. No, propose at least it. propose. Put it out right. there. And go for, uh, by proposing it, see if they would both say yay or both would say nay, and that would be out of the relationship. So you, because you, you kind of like you're on the fence. I'm on the fence. But here's the thing: one of those girls might have been into it, One out of and then you might have had it. You might have had another opportunity down the road because you've initiated con- you, you see opportunity. What I'm or you became that guy. Problem. Yeah, that guy. I'm, 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 me personally, I'm, I'm not that guy. <laughs> but I, I would like to it vicariously be be- believe that that you could be that guy. So, <laughs> Joe, I, I have a little bit of background, so I'm at an advantage. Okay. So. Uh, Let's say, what do you think happened? Did he propose that at all? No. Okay, <laughs> that's it. And Jordan, no, I think happened? he got. I think he did what any guy that's twenty four in Vegas does. Yeah. He got fucking hammered. He got drunk out of his mind. Yeah. And the opportunity never came up. Well, go ahead, Joe Jordy. Um, no, I, I did not propose. He half-assed it. I half-assed it. Well, I didn't. I didn't half-ass it. I don't think he was I never going to do it in the first place. But he I was never going to sort of brought it up. Well, I, we put we planted the seed, but he was never going to do it. He was never going to. Yeah. No, he's never. You know, do it. which is good because you're in a relationship. It's a, f- a perfect way to kill a relationship, right? Right. And ruin friendships. Uh, but now let's compare. Where did you stay when you were in Vegas? We stayed. All right, first of all, how did you get there? Oh, how did you get there? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, we went by car. It's, uh, all five of you on the car? No, no. Actually, uh, the trip began by uh, four of the women traveling down early in the day, and my girlfriend and I lagging behind in a separate vehicle. Okay. So, two, how did you person. get to Vegas this weekend? I uh, flew Business Select on Southwest. With who? Myself. Just yourself? Yeah, I w- uh, 
my girlfriend went out on my girlfriend went out on Friday. Oh, I stayed home on Friday and did work. Played basketball Saturday morning and then flew out. You could out. have gone on Friday. Let's be honest. I, I could have, but I wanted to um, have a nice I had a, I did have a lot of work to do on Friday, <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to. So I bought a ticket Friday night and flew so, out Saturday. So you flew. I flew with money you make it because you have a job that pays you. I have a job, and you drove there with your girlfriend in her car. No, no, in my car. Her oh, okay. car doesn't have brakes. One <laughs> <laughs> of you has a shitty car. Vienna, uh, <laughs> so uh, where did you stay? We stayed at Harrah's. All right. That's yeah, not, bad. not bad. Not bad. But he yeah. didn't stay with all five women, right? He didn't no, stay. We, we tried to go for the one-room route and said we were split up. Once again, the four girls staying in one room and my girlfriend and I separate. You got to kind of stay with the girlfriend. I didn't know that rule. Yeah, it's a I rule. I did not know that rule. Yeah. It's not even a rule. This is yeah. still a thing. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I do not yeah, know no, that rule. Yeah, that, I mean, that, well. Oh, that's a good way to fuck up a weekend. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, I'll stay with Doris. What's the big deal? Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to stay with the girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, it, it, it totally It's your trip to Vegas. Man. Joe, where did you stay? Uh, Paris is not bad. We stayed at the uh, Palms Palace, Ooh. which is the new uh, hotel at the Palms. Right, right. Which, was, which is not even... A casino. It's just attached to uh, casinos. It's pretty cool. Sweet. Twenty four years old. We had a, we had a shower head from the roof. The roof shower head up top. Oh really? Yeah. No way. Nice. Yeah, one of those showers that you can actually uh, clean the top of your body and uh, and your rectal area at the same time. You know, just oh. hits all holes. Sorry you missed that, George. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. believe yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can't nice tomato soaps. You no, know? where was the place? Where did you guys eat? What kind of food did you guys eat? Uh, Chipotle. Chipotle. Nice. Joe. I love Chipotle. Uh, we had a very nice dinner at Nine Steakhouse <laughs> in the in the Palms. But, Jordy, here's the thing you don't know. Who paid for all this? Your girlfriend was working, I'm, I'm guessing. She was working. I mean, I paid for our dinner, oh, okay. her and I. But the, the hotel and everything. I was also up $1,000 at that point gambling. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, what do you, what do, you do to gamble? Blackjack. So you and did you gamble at all, Jordy? I did gamble. I did. What did you do? Uh, craps is my game. You really? Nice. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. It's my one classy quality. Uh, any other highlights on Vegas? Finally, we're going to get to a good story. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say the the Chipotle thing. We uh, we've been drinking, and then we thought Chipotle was going to be a good idea. Dude, and that's never already. it's a deadly combination. I should have learned after it was uh, St. Patty's Day a couple years ago. But uh, I I was drinking, went and had Chipotle. Thought it'd be a great idea to go play at the craps tables. No. Yeah. No. And. Uh, Blew on the dice and threw a little bit more than the dice. Oh, so some Chipotle got on the dice. Some Chipotle got on the dice. What do you mean, like like red beans and rice got on the dice as well, or what? Yeah, a little puke. A puke? Yeah. <laughs> so you had like <laughs> a threw, little little upchuck. And I threw puke on the crab table. Did they throw you out immediately? I had to leave. They told me I had to leave. You I grabbed my chips though. I was smart enough to do that. Were you when they said you had to leave? Were you like? I was like, wait, I, wait, I wait, think wait, it's a wait, great wait. idea. How did we get this far into this, and we're just now getting to you well, throwing vomit I, onto the table? I wasn't table. sure if I wanted to tell the story or not. I, well, so, and then you told me I was boring, so I was like, well, I should. No, 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 no. That you're a rock star. You're now he is. Was yeah, he was boring what? ten minutes ago. Yeah, I mean, you're you're. That's not. You're Jimi Hendrix. I mean, you're you're mainline and heroin. I mean, I mean, that's <laughs> like you threw up on a craps table. I didn't throw up on a craps table. I threw barf on a craps table. Wh- where better. was like the barf? Where was the, where was the vomit? In my hand on Why? the die. Hold, I... hold on. Listen, I know what Chipotle does to me. Okay, and you know the constitution of a twenty-four year old is a, is much different than the constitution of a forty-year-old, and and so it wreaked havoc on you because I'm sure you had 
18 Bud Lights at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And so why we're asking now why there was vomit in your hand? Because you threw up a little bit in I, your hand. I thought it'd be a good idea to blow on the dice, and I was already feeling Oh, and a little sick. vomit came and a little. I was like, I don't want to do too much of it. What time of day is this? <laughs> this is like. Oh, yeah. Take a guess, Joe. I'm saying 3 in the morning. I'm saying after 2. I say 9.45 at night. Go ahead. Wow. No, this was like four in the afternoon. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I just spit. Nice, four in the afternoon. Do you nap at that point, or do you just rally? I did after that. I took a nap. I can't four puke in and rally. What are you doing? You were in a spa. I wasn't even in Vegas yet. I, I, I was, I was just boarding my flight at Burbank Airport. And this guy is already vomiting. Vomiting. I mean, I mean, I mean, you're way out ahead you of me. Vomited on crap. Your, your <laughs> vomit, craps, everything. Now we'll talk about real quick. You kind of brought up to me how you. We're half-ass going to propose this threesome. Yeah. You, you can't you vomit on a craps table and then just, propose a threesome. Oh, they thought it was awesome. No, no. That no, was his in. Listen, I, I think it's awesome that well, you I'm did glad, that. I'm glad yeah, you Yeah, but you're a dude. Yeah. You yeah. Thought. yeah. yeah. If yeah. I knew that would work, I would have got laid all the time. <laughs> I, I only, hey, watch this, babe. <laughs> I think that's seven. awesome. Seven. I only think that's awesome because as a 40-year-old man myself, I knocked over a full Bud Light on a blackjack table So oh, no. this weekend. You did this weekend? Yeah. Did they ask you to leave? No, because I was up money, and um, they were cutting new cards. They were breaking out a new deck of cards, and I, I just hit the top of, uh, of my beer bottle, and it, it spilled all onto the table. And then it got all over the cards, and the cards bowed up, and then they had to bring out – the pit boss had to come over, mm-hmm. and, they, and I'd already had a relationship with this sassy dealer named Sheila, and um, she threatened to, to tell me to leave. But I, I was up just enough money that I think they wanted to get it back, so they kind of uh, – but I wasn't. I didn't. I. I mean, I, I definitely was on my way. But I wasn't. I wasn't drunk. But I was sort of, you know, in my cups enough to to knock over a Bud Light bottle. And um. And then uh, and then and then in that new shoe after they broke out those new cards, I I just want a shit pile of money. So it was nice. all planned. Yeah. You can admit it now. You're not there anymore. I'm not there anymore. Shit pile. Shit pile of money. Fun. Planned the whole thing. Fun. Joe, do you want to talk about it? You what you you tell Joe what you try to say to these two women? Oh, I tried to get them to marry each other. Oh, yeah. the two chicks. Yeah. Would you be their maid of honor? I told them I'd be the prettiest flower girl they could ever hope for. You did this. In, you did this in a drunken stupor. Uh huh. I got on one knee and proposed to both of them that they it should propose. Neither one like, of these girls is your girlfriend. No, one of them is. They used to date. So one. Wait, what? I told you that last week. So you're dating a girl that used to date this other girl? Yeah. How long did this girl date Oh, they this dated other? each other? Like, they, it was a semester in college. Yeah, it was college. So. Experimentation. I, I went to fucking college. I never dated a dude for a semester. I didn't either. Yeah. And I was in theater. I don't. Yeah. It was that, so all there, three of us theater majors, all three of us got out of college clean. So there are opportunities. We're <laughs> <laughs> just straight. Um, we missed out. Yeah. Yeah. So we she dated bruised. this girl for a semester. They, they experimented their sexuality and lesbian. So you were trying to get them to re-experiment and join the experiment. Just so I could be free for like 10 minutes. That's the best part, Joe. He didn't even want to join in. He wanted to be alone. He wanted peace and quiet. This is what we talked about last time. He realized early that sometimes peace and quiet. I could just get my girlfriend and her former girlfriend to make out. I could watch ESPN News for 10 minutes. (laughs) Just 10 minutes. Uh, Thank you for understanding. Oh, my God. We totally get it. I could play video games on the internet. It's the only thing you said that I can relate to right now. Yeah. Fantastic. 
so yeah. what's the ride home like? So so now you're in a car, you're on your way home, and you and your girlfriend who witnessed you throwing up on a craps table and you sort of soliciting her to um, marry her ex-lover who is a woman. Does that come up like right near Barstow? Is that like do you, do you go like <laughs> you're the thermometer? Are you running out, out of things to say? Have you have you listened to um, you know Black Rebel Motorcycle Club too many times? And you're like, uh, so, uh, so by the way, yeah, um, about me proposing you the, I, marrying Melissa. I I apologized. Uh, I apologized on the at the beginning of the ride home, so the rest of the ride home would try and be as smooth no, as possible. She and think, she was she was cool with it. Did she, she think you cool were? Chick. What did she think you wanted? That you wanted to join in? You wanted to watch or? Uh, I think by that point they were, they just thought everything was funny. We were all just being goofy. Yeah, I, was I was like, like Oh, everybody's being goofy. This is a great opportunity. Let sure, me be goofy. Hey, while I'm goofy, there's a tinge of seriousness. Like, this is something you need to know about me. When I get goofy, I just, I like women to get married. Yeah. It's, it's part of me being goofy. Like who doesn't, you know? Yeah. Who doesn't like that? Well, thank you for coming and thank you for actually being interesting. Uh, the over under <laughs> in that was fantastic. Again, thank you, Jordy, for coming and uh, thank you very much. talk next time. Yeah, thank you for being man enough to throw up on a craps table. Hey, you know, somebody's got to do I'm it. I'm serious. So things, things are looking up for you. Real quick, Jordy. Uh, Joe, we talked about what is a podcast you'd recommend besides this one to our listeners? I would say, oh, uh, have you ever heard of uh, Tiki Bar TV? No, tell me. Uh, Tiki Bar TV. Um, it's It started, uh, I believe, a couple years ago. A couple guys in Canada got together. A uh, man by the name of Dr. Tiki visits the Tiki Bar and hands out prescriptions, which are just libations, and uh, they cure people's ails, ailments, ails, curing. It's a video illness. podcast, right? Yeah, it's a video podcast. Yeah. It's very funny. Very it's fun. A couple minutes long. Great. Do check out Tiki Bar TV and check us out next time we are on. Um, that's it. Thank you, Jordy. Go back to work. Check out proudlyresents.com.